Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And Kathy Duplantis, right here, ready to chat. Hallelujah. Ready to chat <laughs> and get some good revelation from the Lord Jesus oh, yes. Christ. So I hope you can tell somebody to watch it, or how do you do that? You will share it with someone, share let it. someone know. Yeah. yeah that's good. I like the word share. You know, Praise when you God. find something good, you like to share it. That's right. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and Bless we're getting wonderful comments from people all over the world how Amen. blessed they are through, from these boardroom chats. Amen. Well, it's just us here and you, and so we can just be uh, at home. Hey, right here in this little studio. God is so good and gracious. Yeah, we feel like you're just on the other side of that table. I wish and they we're are. Ministering. It's the camera. <laughs> <laughs> well. That's true. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Hallelujah. So God is so good and gracious. I want to talk about something today that, uh, you know, Jesus said a lot of words. I mean, he, he said a lot of parables. And there were hidden truths and revealed truths of, of that day. Right. And things. But what was the most important one? Out of Everything he said. In other words, what Jesus said something in this parable that he said, if you don't get it, you got problems. True. Now, I want to go to Mark chapter 4. It's a very familiar scripture. In fact, if you look at my Bible, always keep my Bible marker at Mark chapter 4 because it deals with the parable of the sower. The sower. Now, why? Now, before you think, oh, they're going to talk about money. Money is only one small, small facet of your life. Think about that. It's just once you think, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Because you see, without life, without your breath, they don't mean how much money you got, you're not going to live. You see what I'm saying? If you're not happy, I don't care how much money you got, they ain't going to help you. See, so that's just a byproduct. But it's a part of what God wants to do concerning the blessing. So I want to read Mark chapter 4, verse 1. And this is Jesus here. And he says, and he began again to teach by the seaside. And there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea, or sat in the sea, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables and said unto them in his doctrine. Now, then he goes, hearken, behold, they went out a sword to sow. I want to go over to verse 13. Now, this is of all the most important things that Jesus said concerning all these parables. He said this in verse 13. And he said unto them, know you not this parable? And how then will you know all parables? Or in other words, if you don't get this, mm -hmm. you're not going to get anything else. And it's dealing with sowing and reaping. Mm -hmm. Now, I want, to, I want you to read verse 13 in the Amplified, if you don't mind. Amplified Bible says, And he said unto them, Do, not, do you not discern and understand this parable? How then is it possible for you to discern and understand all the parables? Okay, can you pull up that Passion Translation on, on your phone? I will. See that Passion or, or the Message Translation. I, I want you to understand how important this is, you see. And this is why Satan fights prosperity, fights anything about seed, because he knows if you don't get this, you're not going to get anything else. Mm -hmm. And Jesus explicitly said that in red. Now, what does it say? I don't is know. It, it's twirling. It, it's twirling? <laughs> it doesn't usually. Oh, okay, there, there it is. Give it time. I'll find it in a second. Hallelujah. Just, there you go. Keep praise. going, Jess. I'll keep going. So stretch. <laughs> stretch. Praise the Lord. So when you understand what we're about ready to read here, you better get ready for the blessing of God spiritually, physically, financially, in every area of your life. Think about that for a minute. In other words, if you open up a door, that's like sowing a seed for someone walking in. What is your harvest? If that person has any manners, and most of them do, they'll say, thank you. See, you, you will draw something out of them that they weren't expecting to say. But they got it because you were kind. You understood. 
that maybe I should do that for that person, even though you didn't know him. What does the Passion it Translation say? It basically says the same thing. Then okay. he said unto them, if you don't understand this parable, how will you understand any parable? Okay. Then he goes on to explain Okay, go thing. to the Message Translation. The I, Message is sim similar. It, the Message is very simple. I, I just looked at I, it. I know it's very simple, but you see, a lot of people don't get it. Verse 13 says, he continued, do you see how this story works? All my I, stories work this way. All my stories. Now, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. All my stories work this way. What story is he talking about? Verse 3. Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow, and it came to pass. As he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and divided it up. Watch that. Some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. So that's two different types of soil. Mm-hmm. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. Verse 7, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. So notice that now. That's another, but it just shut it down. Mm -hmm. And verse 8, and others fell on good ground. What is good ground? Mm -hmm. We're going to deal with that in just a minute. And others fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased. In other words, you didn't have to pull it. It came up to you. It right. sprang up. You didn't have to try to get it. You didn't have to try to make it work. Boom, it just came up to you. Sprang up and increased and brought forth some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. Then verse 9 is very, very important. And he said unto them, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Now, anytime you read the Bible, see here Jesus is talking to his disciples. But in, now when we read this, Jesus is talking to us. You understand? Because he's no respecter person. He that hath ears to hear. Or he, he that has the ability to understand and receive faith, receive it. Because faith is the most important thing. It really is because it's the thread of the fabric of God's clothes. And the only way you're going to please God is through faith. People say, no, if I just walk in love all the time. Well, love is wonderful. I mean, perfect love casteth out all fear. But you've got to mix that with some faith. Now, he's talking about different types of ground. You could say different types of people. Different types of uh, way you sow your seed. We've got all kinds of different churches. And some of them are stony ground churches. Mm -hmm. That's right. And, I mean, and, and some of them have no root whatsoever at all in them. And I mean, that, I mean and, and anybody can steal from them. And when the heat comes or when the pressure comes, they get scorched away. I've seen people do that. They started out real good. And then all of a sudden they didn't think anything was going to go wrong and something went wrong. And instead of saying, Lord... I know in whom I have believed and I'm persuaded you're able to keep what I commit to you. They just let the sun or let that problem destroy them. Mm -hmm. They're always saying what they can't do. You already know that. Why do you say what you can't do? You already know that. Why don't you say what you can do? What can we do, Brother Jesse? You can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. Mm -hmm. Now I'll go back to verse 13. No, you're not this prayer, boy. If you don't get this, how will you get anything else, I say? Right. See, okay, let me give you a prime example. Why did God give Christ? He sold Christ as a seed so he could receive us, me and you, as Christians. And it was good ground. You see what I'm trying to say? Now, I knew a lot about church, but I didn't know anything about God when I was growing up. Right. You know, I, I never thought of God as what I call an actual person. I thought of God as a, the Holy Roman Catholic Church or the Baptist Church or the Methodist Church or the Pentecostal. In other words, a church, a building, see. But to actually say, hello, Jesus, hi, Jesse, uh, that was not in my not, DNA. Not personal. And, and none whatsoever at all. But when I begin to read the word, now what, watch this. When I begin to read 
Jesus. You know, have you ever read people before? They don't have to say a word. You can tell what they're thinking just by their face. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was God, the Word was with God. That's St. John chapter 1. Right. So I began to read Jesus. And I thought, my God, this is a living reality. Right. Now, when it came to um, living my life, I began to search for different types of ground that I could sow in spiritually, physically, financially. I was looking for a good church that I could sow my life in to be a volunteer, be a blessing. I wanted to be able to give to that church if I could. I wanted to be able to uh, help if young people if that's what they wanted me to do or cut the grass if that's what they whatever, you know, those kind of things. See, so I was looking for that ground. Now, I'm going to ask the question today. What ground are you? Now, you see, the minute you begin to, and I, you're going to get mad when I say this, some of you will, the minute you, the minute you begin to criticize giving and receiving and prosperity, now, now I know what you think of prosperity. Let's talk about money. That's only one small facet of it. Why would you get mad if somebody walks in health all the time? Do you know some people do that? Some people don't like it. My mom, I've heard Christians say, I tell you what, I, 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 this guy's a sinner from hell, and he's as healthy as an ox, and here I am, I'm living for God doing everything, and I'm sick as a dog. Well, you know why? It's your mouth. And I hate to say that, but it is. See, you're bringing in, you're bringing in what you don't want, but what you say. Mm-hmm. Now, you jump in here anytime you want to, Kathy. But, so, but when he, he's, that's what I wanted to get to. I want to talk about this whole boardroom chat today. If you don't get this, you're not going to get anything at all concerning this whole Bible. Now, people said, well, explain that to me. Well, I'm not going to explain it. I'm going to let Jesus explain it. And this is what Jesus said, verse 14, the soul saw the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. That's people that really started out good. They don't see them in church no more. Some people call it backslide. Mm-hmm. And these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground. See, I'm not giving you my definition. I'm giving you Jesus. And these are they which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately received it with gladness. But, watch this, and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction, I just said that a while ago, or persecution arises for the word's sake, mm-hmm. immediately they are offended. They didn't say they were hurt. They got offended. What's the difference between being offended and being hurt? When you get hurt, you're like a child. You look for your mama. Mama, kiss it. Make it feel better. Mama, kiss it. But when you get offended, you look for somebody to hurt. The church mafia kicks in. We're going to make you an offer. You don't refuse. You understand? That kind of stuff. Offense. There are a lot of people that have hurt me in my, in my life, but I refuse to be offended. I will not let it develop to the point of offense. Now, why? Because I don't want to become what I don't like. I don't want to become them right. that, that are offended. I don't mean that in the roots. It's just, I see, Jesus is explaining these types of soil. Now watch this. And I, I want to read verse 17 again. And have no root in themselves. Have no root. In other words, they have no stabilization. And so endear, but for a time. Afterward, when, see, their Christianity is an endearment instead of an enjoyment. Yeah. I wanted to throw that in there. When affliction or persecutor arises for the word's sake, why are you going to that church <laughs> that believes that? Immediately they are offended. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. Watch this now. And the cares of this world. Now I'm going to stop right there. People say, I've had them say it to me. That Jesse Duplantis, he don't care about nothing. Let me help you. You're right. I don't care about nothing. <laughs> Why? Because care is a form of pride. That's exactly what it is. You're saying God can't handle your business, so you've got to go get it out of God's hand and worry about it and try to fret it and make it work. 
Don't get mad at me. Ooh, I can feel the camera getting a little hot. Praise God. Do you see what I'm saying? That's why I don't care. I care for people, but I don't care about what the devil's doing. The cares of this world. I care about what God says, Mm -hmm. but not what the world says. And the cares of this world, watch this, and the deceitfulness of riches. Let's deal with that. Mm -hmm. Riches is not a bad thing. But if you get them through deceit, it's wrong. The Bible said the the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. What's wrong with rich? And he added no sorrow with it. See, a lot of rich people have a lot of sorrow. But when God blesses you in the city, in the field, going in and going out, there's no deceit of riches. Right. And there's no sorrow in it because it's a blessing. Right. And the Amplified talks about deceitfulness of riches, calls it the craving and passionate desire for other things. They right. creep in, it says, and choke and suffocate the world. Word. They said the craving, say that word craving what? Uh, craving and passionate desire for other things. Okay, creep let me in. tell you, the only so you thing you to ought to be craving and have a passion is not for, it's God Almighty. And His Word. And, all, and His Word, and, uh, and all that other stuff comes. Nothing wrong with wanting a new Just car. Just keep things in their proper perspective. Right. Wanting a new saying. car, a new house. No, I mean, my guy's better living in the yard or you know, walking on the side of the road. But we see when you just when you can't think, live, breathe anything else. Well, let me help you about that new car. It's gonna get old. Let me tell you about that new house. You're gonna have to paint it. You're gonna have to fix it up. Why? Because of the world pressure that's on it. Mm-hmm. You see, I watch this. The seat from the riches, I want to deal with this other part. And the lust of other things. Do you remember? I just have to say this. I had a preacher one time. This is amazing to me. I'm in church. Okay. He comes up and he said, But just I need to talk to you. And I'm talking, we're in church here, you know. And he said, Can I talk to you? So he pulls me over to the side. But and almost uh, we almost got under a, a bush, uh, you know, plant. And I'm going, what, man? What's your problem? And he's, he said, I got lust in my life. Lust, lust, lust. Oh, God. He, he said, what should I do? I, I said, well, tell your wife. She'll stop it. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. I said, well, if you don't tell her, I'm going to tell her. Oh, no. I said, my God, you mean to tell me you're going to let the lust of your life destroy your family, destroy your wife, destroy everything? Mm-hmm. See, now that was he was lusting for another woman. Mm-hmm. Some people lust for money. Yeah, Some and people- I remember a story once where we, we heard about this. It's friends of ours who were in a church, and they had a revival going on, and they had an evangelist that came in, Uh and he had a a, a word of knowledge for the congregation and said, there's somebody in this church that is dealing with lust, and so you just need to come forward because I want to pray for you. And that's a hard thing to do, to come forward. It was an unusual situation, and here they're sitting in that church, and all of a sudden, you know, the the assistant pastor was a woman, and her husband gets up and goes to the front, stands up, walks forward to the front. In front of the whole church. The most unlikely person that we would have known to have have been dealing with lust. Everybody went, (gasps) We all thought sexual lust and dealing with When you think lust, what do you think? or yeah. something like that. You go finish the story. So this yes. is so funny. He gets up there and he says, what's your problem? Well, no. they talk. You don't know. <laughs> they talk. In the past, and and in the, past, the guy that prayed was, he kind of had a kind of a confused he, look, but he prayed for prayed him. Prayed for so him. He went, went sit back down. to his seat. So his wife, who is this, says, what's the matter with you? you no, what? I think she waits until they get You the wanted floor. me to tell the story? No, it was at, uh, on the pew. Okay. And then they really got, she really ate his lunch in the car. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. She goes, what's the matter with you? What are you, what are you doing? He goes, Ice cream. Ice cream. Been, she said, what? Ice cream. He said, I've been sneaking out at night when you're sleeping and going to eat ice cream. She said, ice cream? And he was a small, thin, yeah, trim guy. So. She said, you stupid idiot. That's not what he was talking about. We're talking said. about ice cream, but to him it was. 
She said, everybody think you're messing with a woman. He was such a pure man. He was just a pure man, a sweet man. They got in the car, she was still chewing them. And I, if I'd have been there, I'd say, let's go get a pint of ice cream. That's what I would have done, kind of cool off the situation. Ice cream. But see, to him, that was wrong. Lusting after, craving after other yeah. things. Now, of course, we laugh about it. But think about that. That was your husband or your wife. Just jump up. You think ice cream. What kind? Bluebell? <laughs> ben and Jerry's? Who's Ben and who's Jerry? Has he been to the house? You know, I'm kind of crazy. Ice cream. That's, now, you know, you, we laugh at that, but the lust of other things, not just the lust of a woman or the lust of a man. Anything that's out of control or has your attention okay. more than God. But look what it does. Verse 19, and the cares of the world, number one, and the deceitfulness of riches, number two, and the lust of the other things mm -hmm. entering in choke the word. Mm -hmm. And it becometh unfruitful. Choke. Choke. Suffocate the word. There are a lot of people got choke holes on them because of these things. Mm -hmm. See, when you shouldn't have any of that. Whom the son is set free is free indeed. Now watch these. And these are they. Now he explains verse 8. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear or faith the word mm -hmm. and receive it and bring forth fruit. Some 30, some 60. Some 104. How many times have you heard me talk about that? Mm -hmm. Now, uh, that's why we encourage people to give to our ministry. We don't accept that ourselves. Why? Because we're good ground. We know. We, you can ask my staff. They can ask me. I'm telling you, we get blessed and they get blessed. It's just, oh, blessing comes from one word, obedience. God's already moved somebody to do something because it caused men to give under your bosom. But if they don't obey, then you struggle. So God got to go get somebody else. Now watch it. And others fell on good ground. Now I'm going to have to say something. Some people are going to disagree with this, but it's all right. Many, many years when Brother Kenneth Hagin Sr. was living, what a powerful prophet of God. All honored him. Blessing of the Lord. I've only been to Rhema one time, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, no. Yeah, one time? That was it. Huh? And uh, I've Think never twice. had... Twice. Twice? Yeah, he went, went with me once and one on without school, me for some And then I went thing. to... Uh, uh, they had a little meeting or something like that. Anyway, make a long story short... They had, we had a broke, we broke for lunch. That was at that meeting. That's right. And I was with Brother Kenneth Copeland at that time and uh, Jerry Savelle and all that kind of stuff. So Brother Hagen liked me and uh, I didn't know him real well because I knew Brother Copeland real well, but I didn't know Brother Hagen real well. He said, Brother Jesse, this is Brother Kenneth Hagen Sr. I need to talk to you. I said, oh, yes, sir. So I came up and I was honored. You know, I said, what can I do for Brother Hagen? He says, you believe in the hundredfold, don't you? I said, 100%. I said, to my core. Yes. He said, now, what do you base that on in terms of scripture? I said, Mark chapter 4 and Mark chapter 10. He said, well, Mark chapter 4 starts, it doesn't say anything about money. It talks about the sower soweth the word. And I said, I agree 100%. And he kind of looked at me like that. Well, why do you say it's money? I said, well, brother, brother uh, Hagen, you've always told us to stand on the word of God and I, I said it just like that, come hell or high water. And we know what hell and high water is because we had Hurricane Katrina. We had hell and we had high water. <laughs> and it was but oh, He goes, yes, that's right. You told me that if I'm believing for healing, no matter what anybody says, no matter what I feel, I don't deny what I feel or deny what they say. I deny it's right because by his stripes you were healed. That's true. I said, so Brother Hagin, if it's in the word, could I receive it 30, 60, and 100 fold? He looked at me and said, well, certainly if it's in the word. I said, because the sower soweth the word. He said, that's correct, Brother Jesse. I said, Brother Hagin, is money in the word? 
quiet. He went, I never thought of that like that. Then he started praying in tongues and doing this with his thumbs. And I got a habit of doing that. If you knew, but they, and he, he said, you know, you opened something to me that I had not realized. I said, me? How could I open up something to that great prophet of God? I said, but if it's in the word, then I can receive it 30, 60, and 100 fold. Now, that's not the only thing I pray for, for 100 fold. I want 100 fold health. What is that called? Divine health. I, I want something better than that. I want 100 fold life. That's called divine life. I want a, I got something good, divine healing. I don't want to be half healed. I want to be completely healed. I want to feel good. See what I'm saying? It depends on what, what you're willing to believe. And I personally believe, at that time, he, I don't think he believed in the hundredfold the way we believed in it. Not, and he wasn't mean to us by no means. But, it, but I tell you, I, nah, some people may disagree with me. When we get to heaven, you go ask him, okay? Because he's there. You ask him, and he'll remember this conversation. I believe it changed his mind. Because, I mean, the Holy Ghost came upon that man right then and there. He said, you, you, you made me see something I never said. Then he said this, I, I always thought, you know how much money God would have to give me? Uh, because, you know, Brother Hagin was a great giver. You know, I mean, you know he's the one that, you know, just opened up the word of faith and stuff. Uh, great giver. He said, I, I, I never thought of it like that. I always thought, man, you know how much money that is? And I said, yeah, a lot. I mean, the figure is about that long, you know. Mm -hmm. He said, it struck him. It did. It didn't make no difference to God because God said he blesses us according to the glory, the, the glory of his riches. Right. You see? And it really ministered to him. And he smiled at me. He said, I really enjoy your heaven book. I said, well, thank you, Brother brother Hagin. And it was just a quick, maybe, I don't know, five minutes or so of, of conversation. But it changed something. Because, you see, you got to understand, I want it spiritually, I want it physically, and I want it financially. Not just for me, but for you. The only reason, Kathy, you know it and I know it, that I receive an offering is because I'm told by God to do so. Mm -hmm. I am a worker. I have been working. I'm 71 years old. I have been working full time since I'm 11 years old. Now, you can't do that now because of child labor laws. I don't think you can get a job with you 16 or something like that. But when I was 11 years old, I worked a 52-hour week. Well, how can you do that going to school? Well, we went to school at 7.30. We got out at 2.35. I went to work at 3 o'clock at a grocery store, which was only five minutes away from school. The school bus dropped me off. And I went to work from 3 o'clock in the afternoon to 11.30 at night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Then on Saturday, I worked from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. That's a 52-hour week. Plus, I had to go to school. And my dad looked at me. He said, uh, boy, I'm going to make a man out. He did it to me and my oldest brother, Wayne. And both of us did it. I'm telling you what. And he looked at me and told me and Wayne, he said, I'm not buying you no more clothes, no more shoes, no more nothing. You're going to buy your own and you're going to pay $10 a week, each and every, both of you, a month. You're going to have to pay rent. I thought, I'm paying rent to live in my own house? He said, no, it's my house. That made sense. And I did that. It did make a man out of me. In fact, when I married Kathy, you know, some people said, boy, just, you know, you get married. You know, women cost you a lot of money. They like them shoes. I said, let me tell you something. Kathy's a lot cheaper than daddy. <laughs> daddy boy, I don't daddy. know if I like the way that's But that's no, nice. It was nice. <laughs> Kathy, no, when that was you, 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 you wasn't demanding. I remember you said in the beginning I was a cheap date. You was a cheap, she <laughs> was a cheap date. We started dating. We went to the movies. It only cost like $5 and, or, and a pizza. Yeah, no, you know what Kathy wanted on my first date? I, I said, what do you want? We go to the show. You know, you think somebody want popcorn, candy. Kathy said, I take a pickle. 
a pickle. <laughs> I said, yeah, I want I want one of them dill pickles. I didn't remember that. Yeah, a pickle. <laughs> so I'd get her a pickle, and I'd get a box uh, a box of popcorn or something like that. Now, she was, she was just satisfied. Well, why, why shouldn't she? She was with me. <laughs> Come on, help me out here. Well, I thought I'd get a rise out of that, but I didn't. So, so you understand, but what happened is, I mean, we actually, it did, we didn't have to have money to enjoy each other is what I'm mm-hmm, saying. Mm-hmm. You know, we enjoyed, she enjoyed so, being with me, I enjoyed being with her, blah, blah, this and that. And of course, that developed from a relationship into a you, fellowship. We both grew up and had jobs as kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, of course, did a lot of babysitting, but at one point I was talking the other day about my first real job. I worked in a donut shop. Right. And my brother used to say I made a lot of dough. <laughs> yes, anyway, it was, he's always so funny. This woman loved donuts like you've never seen. One time she scared me. We're not going to get off the subject. I'm going to get off I'm going to get back to this one. She scared me so bad. I don't get scared easy. But she shocked the socks off of me. I'm driving down the road in her car, and she said, the light's on. And I went, I hit the brakes. I thought she said the red light. I, I hit the brakes. And I said, what? What? She goes, the light. I said, what do you mean the light? She said, uh, Krispy Kreme the, the lights hot, the on. The hot light at the Krispy Kreme. I went, what? It's like my I car said, is like a magnet. It goes right in there when that I light. mean, I almost wrecked. I went, you mean to tell me you scream? She said, turn in You see, now. because when I worked at the donut shop, one of my perks is that I can eat all the donuts I wanted. She loved And I donuts. did. But I, and it gave me a... a, a uh, an appreciation for hot donuts. I don't even eat them if they're cold or even warm. Hot only is they're too I mean, cold. so I pulled in there and I said, how many do you want? She said, we'll start with six. Now, I don't eat donuts. Now, she said, you got, I said, you going to eat all them donuts? She said, yes, and when they're hot, you can smash them together. They're not real big. They, just, you know, they don't take up that much room in your, in your tummy. She wiped out the, she ate a dozen. No. You ate a dozen. When was that? <laughs> You've done Not it several at that times. Time. You've done it several times. We need to get back dog. on the word. Let's get back on the word. But I mean, she did. But that's okay. I don't care. That's what she liked. You know, if you were. But you know what I told her? I said, you keep eating that stuff, you're sewing. It's gonna, you're going to gain some weight. It, but I don't care if you gain weight. I don't care. I don't care well, look, you, my weight is my uh, Her business. And so we're going to get off and not get back to the word of God. <laughs> yeah. So when you understand that the sower soweth the word. Yes. When Brother Hagen, when I said that, it shocked him so strong. Mm-hmm. He said, y'all never thought of it like that. I said, if it's in this word, we can have it. Well, yeah. love is in the word. So you ought to have a hundredfold love, even for people you don't like. Oh, I didn't, you didn't like that one, did you? But see, it's in that. It has that ability, see. So when you understand. Now, why I said, I, I got to go back to verse 30, thir- 13. If you don't get this, you're not going to get anything. Right. And you'd be surprised how many fun-loving, wonderful people that love God do not get this. And they walk all through life struggling. And when they're going to get to heaven, they're going to say, Lord, why do we struggle so much? I don't know. Yeah. I had it in the Word. All you had to do is believe what I said. Yeah. And Jesse, I want to just switch gears just for a minute, if you don't mind, because it's so, (laughs) I just thought of this, because Jesus talked about the sower, so is the word, there's one sower, and went into different soils, and that was, we talked a little bit about that, but I was just thinking about how the disciples, how, and I was going to that other verse where Jesus said, he beheld them, and he said unto them in Matthew chapter 19, it says he beheld, verse 26, he beheld them, Jesus beheld them, sorry, and said unto them, with you men, got them donuts on your mind. That's the problem. <laughs> with men, donuts. this is impossible. With God, all things are possible. But then he goes to say, verse 29, he says, And everyone that hath forsaken houses, brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands for my name's sake. That's Mark 10. 
This is Matthew 19. Oh, Matthew 19. It's in another gospel. Okay. Anyway, it says, For my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and, and shall inherit everlasting life. So it was here in this life, another translation, okay. another that, gospel well, talks about it. But you know what? That's I want, Matthew? Yeah, but okay. let, me get, let me get to my point. My okay, point was that point. Jesus was answering this and telling his disciples this when they were talking. He had just encountered the rich young ruler okay. and had Jesus had told him to go, you know, that he had done everything good, but go ahead and sell what you have and give to the poor. Let's talk right. about that for a minute. Because God, Jesus was just wanting to reveal to him where, where his heart really was. And so when, when the, his disciples saw this and this, this young man realized that his, his, the money gripped his heart more than he realized, he walked away sorrowfully, the Bible says. But then the disciple, Jesus said, it's more impossible for a rich man to enter heaven right. than, you know, to, the than the, the eye camel. of a camel, whatever it's in there. The eye of a needle. We, all, we all know that verse, but... That's what the disciple says, well, who then can be saved? It's almost the same thing what Jesus says, if you don't get this, you're not going to get everything. Well, if this, well, this guy can't even be saved, who can be saved? He's done everything right, except he missed it on the money part. Well, who then can be saved? Does that sound like a, does that sound like a poor man? But, yeah, John, the, the disciples must not have been poor for yeah, them to say right. that. They would have said, well, my God, we got it made because, you, know, you know, we're with you and we got some money. That's, no. I mean, let me go ahead and read. It's in Matthew chapter 19, verse okay. 23. It says, and then Jesus, uh, and Jesus and said unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again, again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Right. And when his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? Oh, say, well, two things you said in uh -huh. that verse. The kingdom of heaven, which is a place, kingdom of God, which is a method. And, I, and the method is in Mark chapter 4. I can prove it to you. Kingdom heaven. See, see people think, say, they automatically misinterpret that. They say, well, rich people can't go there. That, that's crazy. No, no. I mean, Jesus was not poor like everybody says. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. He had 12 full-time people on his staff, and they were married. He took care of them. Mm -hmm. And they were on the road. He had 70 part-time that he sent out. He wore a seamless robe, and they gambled for it. So you don't gamble for rags. He fed 5,000 people with a two-piece fish dinner. Who needs a boat when you can walk on the water? But he had a boat and he had his own personal house too. Mm -hmm. Not just Peter's boat. Now watch this. Hundredfold. Hundredfold. Now I'm going to read Mark chapter 10. Now why, this is why I'm doing this today. Because you need some help. This pandemic has ripped you up. Uh, maybe you are part of the people that when President Biden did that, uh, that pen, you lost your job at the Keystone Pipeline. I don't know. Whatever. You know, and he had a reason for doing that. I, I can't figure it out. But that, hey, he's the president. Watch this, Mark chapter 10, verse 29. I want to say this. No, verse 28. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. Jesus answered and said in verse 29, Verily I say that, verily I say unto you, there is no man that hath left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospel. Watch this. But he shall receive a hundredfold. Now notice this next word. Mm -hmm. Now. 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 Remember, Jesus is talking to you now. Hebrews 11, verse 1, now, faith, now, not next week, mm -hmm. not when you get to heaven, now. But shall receive now in this time. So that was their time. This is your time. Right. Now. Say it with me, mama. Now. now. <laughs> in this time. Watch this. Watch this. Houses. Houses. Whoa, stop. Houses. 
You mean to tell me, brother Jesse, we can have more than one house? Yeah. Secular world won't like it. Church world won't like it. Jesus doesn't mind it. And neither does Jesse or Kathy. Houses. Well, how many houses you got? One. Well, I could have two if I wanted it. Houses, brethren, sisters, mothers, children, and lands. Now, I don't like this part of it with persecutions. People always persecuting me over my blessing. And in the world to come, eternal life. Now, go back to verse. To Notice that you don't get wives. Wives, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I knew she was going to say that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, one's enough, Kathy. Lord Jesus, for God's sake. Hallelujah. Now, watch this. Back to Mark chapter 4. Some 30, some 60, some 104. Right. Uh, spiritually, physically, financially. And Jesus gets real strong with this in verse 22. For there is nothing hid which shall not be manifested, neither was anything kept secret, but that it should come abroad. Then he says this, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And he said unto him, take heed what you hear. Take heed what you put faith into. Right. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear or faith shall more be given. Now watch verse 25. If he that hath to him shall be given, and he that hath not from him shall be taken even that which he had. Or in other words, if you're not operating faith, Satan will steal everything you got. You're going to be just desolate completely. You see what I'm saying? Now watch this. And I love verse 26. And he said, so is the kingdom of God. Ah, and I want to get to that. As if a man should cast seed into the ground. He, he defines the kingdom of God, which is a method as sowing seed. Kingdom of heaven, a place. Kingdom of God, a method. Do you understand? That's right. why we believe in sowing. Sowing brings blessing. Sowing, if it's in good ground. You see? And watch this. You sow it, you don't throw it. Right. You see, now you can drop seed and it will, let me just say, if you drop the hundred seeds on the ground, I bet you out of the hundred seeds, maybe one might take root mm -hmm. because birds see that, they eat it, the, uh, the sun just scorches, yep. dries it out, it's, it's, it's no more good for nothing. You see what I'm saying? But when you sow it, when you believe God. And, and you me, know what? I, I, so well, let, me, let me say this. And if you don't get this. See, he told me to interrupt him, I know, but when interrupt I do, me, he stops me. me. But I got to say this. If you don't get this, <laughs> you're not going to get anything. You said that already. I had anyway, to say it again. But I think Jesus it's important it that you, years. <laughs> you target your seed. You can aim your seed. Amen. And we've learned how to do that. And Amen. you had a message years ago that, that you titled, uh, Name Your Seed. Yeah. Hey, that's my harvest was Name the thing. But you can aim your seed for a targeted thing that you want. Like we've done that in the past. We sowed income into someone, another television ministry. And then because oh, yeah. we were believing for income and increase to, to come to us to purchase airtime and buy television equipment. Why would I go buy a fruit company when I wanted to do television? So I sowed seed into television. Right, right. You wanted a child. We had a child named Jody. I love children, but the kind of job I had, I was on the road all the time, and I thought, this is, Kathy, this is not conducive. Uh, to, uh, not that I, I love children, but my kind of work doesn't, we won't have a home, we're in hotels, we're on, and there, but she said, I don't care, I want a baby. So, what we did when Jody came, what's the first thing we did? Named, Named her. her. That's right. That's right. And when I gave her my name, and she was only born one minute. She owned everything I had right there. Mm -hmm. Everything. If me and you would have died, and that she is 10 minutes old, 
The United States government would have held everything me and you own until that girl was of age of accountability to receive what we had. Mm -hmm. That's a fact, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost coming on. Everything that God has mm -hmm. belongs to me, belongs to you, belongs to you. But if you don't get this, you don't get any of it. Because he put his name in, he put his name in us and on us. Mm -hmm. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christians, do you see that? You understand what I'm saying? So don't let somebody sideline your faith and say, don't believe in that prosperity stuff when you, when you should. Well, what about the person's watching got a lot of money? Why don't you believe for some more? You can give it away. I had a lady tell me that one time. Brother Jesse, I don't need no money. I said, well, you old greedy, you old <laughs> selfish thing. She looked at me and what do you mean about that? I said, my God, you got enough for yourself. Well, you, evidently, you've got the anointing of increase on you. Believe for it and give it away. You ever thought about that? Just, just, just give it away. Mm -hmm. You know, why not? I mean, I, I said this last night. Somebody, we were talking, we were uh, out eating. I don't know how much money I spend on eating out. It's a lot. Kathy don't cook. She don't have to. Jesse doesn't cook. I don't cook. I keep me, telling but lots, I buy, lots of men I buy, cook. She don't cook. I don't care. We just us. Let's go out and eat. I something. do cook sometimes. Well, yeah, you do, and you do. And it's a you celebration do cook, it's good. when I cook. I clean the cobwebs oh, out the pots. I take a videotape of it. That's how much I like it. And I make <laughs> large portions, freeze it up so yeah. they don't have to it's, do it. It's too just long. great. It's a blessing. But you know, she don't have to. Now, one time you had to because we didn't have no money to buy a hamburger. And I did it. And we all started out just like anybody else. Not today. I tell you, you know what? Me and Kathy ate when we went out. When we started eating out McDonald's. I still like McDonald's. And boy, I mean, and it was, <laughs> we bring Jody, she was just a little bitty thing, and she'd take one fry. She loved ketchup, and she'd dip and eat the ketchup. I said, Jody, eat the fry. And after a while, the fry is just disintegrating, you know? <laughs> so I like the ketchup, Daddy. I said, okay, you know? So, and that was our uh, going out on a Saturday. Yeah, night. and during COVID, when no, no restaurants were open, we would, we just, you had to get out. You're like a little, you can't sit still. <laughs> no, I'm not. And so we would go through the drive through the different fast food places, and, and we tried out all the fries. And we have and lost the COVID weight, but we gained about 20 we, back pounds. Back then, we were heavy, heavier. Anyway, we ate she too really many loved. French fries. Let me finish. <laughs> we ate too many French fries. He said our toes were fat, but we did determine, and I must say that I believe McDonald's is the best. They have the best fries. Yeah, they have the best fries. Crunchy. One time she said she wanted some chicken nuggets, and we went to Chick-fil-A. That's a great place. It's I said, well, Kathy, how many wanted... nuggets do you want? She said, I'll take 30. 30? 30? No, we ate. Let's get it straight. You see, we would go through and get our own meal, and two, I would like double fries. That's, so that's why I, I told we're getting fat. No fries. Let's just get just the nuggets, no fries. And we shared that. See, I didn't eat all 30. No, you didn't. Didn't he make you think I ate all 30? No. Did we I? shared I was about that 30 she, box. She just Little tiny nuggets. Me. I was going to say we split it in half. I don't know. I wasn't going to wait on that. <laughs> I'm not going to hold my breath. Hallelujah. Some 30, some 60, some 104. Well, guess what? We begin to gain weight. Now, we've, you know, so we lost some weight. What, and you know, let me tell you something. People, a lot of people don't tell. I don't think I lost weight, you know, because what happened is the weight go to the back, so you can't see it. So you see, the, all of a sudden, you're, whoa. <laughs> what happened? You turn around, you're knocking over chairs. <laughs> you didn't realize that it all goes to the back, you know. I never forget that lady. That's it. Ladies, let me help y'all. Y'all don't really understand men. I really, I, I, not long ago, 
people hug me a lot, and, and there's a blessing. And I hug them. So this lady, she, you know, I, I thought she wanted me to hug her, you know, the way she was reaching out to me. So I hugged her and I patted that her on the back. That was a couple of years ago. Oh, a couple of years. I patted her. She goes, oh, my God, I hope you didn't feel my back fat. I said, what did you say? <laughs> she said, I hope you didn't feel my back fat. I said, your back fat? Ladies, let me help you. There ain't no man saying, did you see the fat on that woman's back? <laughs> They're looking a little lower. You understand? Forget the back. They're going down. They're going downtown. You understand? They're looking a little lower. That's just the craziest thing more. But not to a woman. Not to a woman. <clears throat> See? So I said, okay, that's fine. Well, we, we, we ate. That's all we could get. We ate Wendy's, McDonald's, and Chick-fil-A, and Taco Bell. And we were so happy because fast food is so good, you know? Pizza. Finally, I told Kathy, I said, we got to shut this baby down. And we did, and we lost the weight, see? <laughs> Just that simple. And, and, and God's been good. But you see, what we was doing we're is sowing seeds. Yeah, yeah, but on, on, on bad soil. Bad <laughs> soil. <laughs> Making it grow, see? Blow it up. So now, <laughs> you know. We swole up with something. We swole up, yeah. Swole up with something. <laughs> so when you understand that God's word is true. Now, he says this. If you don't give, if you don't faith it, what you have will be taken away. Right. Why? Because, see, it's got to replenish itself. You know what God told Adam and Eve? Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it. In other words, you can't replenish something had to be plenished before yeah. it was And he gave them seed to do that oh, with. Good seed. He says, I give you seed. He see? gave us dominion. It's a gift. And the next gift he gave was seed. Isn't that amazing? They got the harvest immediately. He said that to believe for the harvest. Mm -hmm. So what are you believing for? Maybe it's time for you to sow a seed. You can do it right now into this ministry if you like. And let me tell you something. 100% of it goes into world evangelism. Let me stop you right there before you get mad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't turn this off. You don't have to. Don't feel bad about it. Hey, we ain't hurting. We're not broke. We're doing good. But I'm telling you, this anointing of increase is on us. I, did you bring that uh, that uh, wonderful testimony? About, no, about it's on my desk. It's, so many, it's phenomenal. We have a lot of other good oh, testimonies uh, okay. here, though. See, I'm not just saying this for you to turn it into a giving show. I, I want to turn it into a receiving show where you receive because you certainly deserve it. But I've been given and I haven't got anything. Well, what have they been doing with your seed? Is that soil good ground? Good ground. Do you follow what I'm saying? Because that all determines how that seed grows. There's seed time, progression time, and harvest time. Right. And so is the kingdom of God. So it's, uh, if you really want to understand, it's God's way of doing and being right. That's why he said a rich man that cannot enter into the kingdom of God, God's way of doing and being right. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Now, some people get very wealthy, and they're just givers. And they just get blessed more and more and more. They help schools. They help churches. They help people. It's a blessing of the Lord. But there are some ministers that God, oh, I'm going to make somebody mad when I say this. They think, well, you got to help the poor. But you see, God's called this ministry to preach the gospel to get people saved. We get more people saved than you can shake a stick at. You understand what I'm saying? Why? Because that's the only miracle that goes into eternity. Right. You can get healed in your body, and I believe for that. But if you die, that miracle ceases. Mm-hmm. But if you're born again, it, it continues. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I want you to read a couple of testimonies, if you, if you don't mind. Well, this one I just read from Esther. This was from came in from uh, Facebook. I think after they'd watched our... Her name is Esther? Esther. I think they'd watched the last week's... Uh, 
program. It's such a powerful okay. one we did. It says, I have heard Jesse preach about planting seeds. Mm -hmm. While listening today, God told me to give $50 to a lady who needed it. I felt so happy to do this. I didn't question it. Praise Wait, God. She didn't give it to me. She gave it to a lady. Yeah. Did you hear Just that? Listening to the That's Holy good. Spirit. Praise God. Oh, Jesse, I'm going to try to be a great American and a good Christian, yeah. and I'll do it for the rest of my life. Because we oh, talked about yeah, that I talked on about the last being a good. one. Well, so she powerful. was saying for you, they did see, uh, I don't know if they can go back and see that show. Maybe you can. Uh, I go to cemeteries uh, all over the world where men and women who have died made the supreme sacrifice uh, uh, in war were killed so that America, uh, and I don't know them, uh, uh, you know, can be a, a free nation. And I, and I learned it from the, that movie, Saving Private Ryan. And when I walk and see these plaques and I look, that's, that man was 22 years old. That girl was 19, a nurse. She, yeah. And I say, and I, and I just look at, at the plaque and I say, I, I want to earn this. Have I been a good American? Right, right. Because you gave your life that I could be free. Right. Then, I, then when I get into church, I, I put my head down. I said, Jesus, have I, I, I want to earn this. I know you gave it to me, but have I been a good Christian because right. you gave your life for me? Yeah, and if you didn't see, see that last, it's a, it's a wonderful if you didn't show. see that last week, you can go back and look at it on Facebook and YouTube. This one, this we have people that have been watching us that wrote in and from Canada, Mexico, Philippines, Croatia, Bahamas, Singapore, and this one from Trish was commenting about that that uh, boardroom chat, okay. and she says, "Wow, that was one of the most incredible board meetings ever. You both got into my heart big time. We will be applying for our citizens citizens." soon, and when you talked about being a good American, it really moved me to tears. The part that got me was when you asked, am I a good Christian? Yeah. It has really made me think about how much I, I am a work in progress. I will always strive to be better and to be kind Praise at you. every opportunity. Well, I, Can that, I read one more? It's about yeah. the same thing. Brenda says, the boardroom chats are always so good, but this one tops them all. If only the leaders of this country could hear these words, especially the last few minutes, and open their hearts to God. That's how I'm praying for them. Good Americans, good people, good human beings. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I, I, there's two things I try to do in my life, and that's to be a good American. If you live in France, be a good Frenchman. If you live in Russia, be a good Russian. Don't, you understand what I'm saying? And be a good Christian. I, I, I just, uh, mm -hmm. when I saw that movie, it struck me. I thought, man. It's very touching. Yeah, and, and I'm serious about that. Mm -hmm. I want to be a good Christian so I don't disappoint you. Mm -hmm. Now, if people get mad at me, you know, people read a lot of junk on all this, and people say, they lie. They just say, because they're jealous and envious, and I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I'm not better than you because I got a bigger house or whatever. I didn't take your money to build my house. I don't do any of those kind of things. But, you know, you can say it a hundred times, and people just won't believe what they're going to believe junk, and they shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying, uh, if I could talk to the Congress, I would say this. We need to quit all this bickering and fighting, and we don't care what you say, and and here's a, a statement. Uh, elections have consequences. Well, we know that. That's enough said. But you say it in a mean way. We're supposed to be a bipartisan. Uh, that's what America was about. We're supposed to come and think. We can't agree together on everything, but we can agree to disagree without being mean. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean by being a good American. Mm -hmm. Well, the same way with churches. I love Baptist churches, Methodist, Episcopalian, Presbyterian, Church of God, Church of Christ, Word of Faith, Full Gospel, Assemblies of God, Catholic, Mennonite, Amish. You know, right. everything that has to quote the Christian uh, signet on it. But we need to be good Christians, right. that, which means you don't have to believe everything I believe. Maybe you look at the scripture totally different, but we can be good Christians. We can fellowship together. I don't see why we can't. 
If we love the Lord, you know, he Jen, loves us. That's so see true. What I'm that's and you know, the I'm word talking. of God is so full of so many truths. And we hear some things, when we hear things about God's word, it comes to us first in a seed form. The knowledge about you can be born again comes first to you many times. It did me that you can be born again came Amen. in a seed form. And when I took that seed into my heart and I let my heart receive it, then I started watering it with more of the word and meditating right. on that. Then that seed began to grow. Amen. So the seed principle that Jesus was talking about when we started with Mark chapter 4, talked about, he says, if you don't get this, you're not going to get anything no, because every kingdom principle, every truth in God's word starts with the seed. And when we receive it, we can grow. Instead of being critical and say, because we don't understand it, it's easy, it's better to read the word, Amen. meditate on it, and see what the Holy Spirit is saying about it. Amen. You know, every Jesus even was the word. He's the seed. Right. He's the word that comes into our heart. Amen. And in fact, I, I wanted to, if we get a chance to, there's a scripture in Genesis that I was thinking about how even in the beginning when, when Satan came in the garden of Eden, right. the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, judgment that God gave to, uh, to the Adam and Eve and to, right. the, to the serpent. He says, I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. Right. Her seed was, was uh, Mary saying, be it unto me, even as thy word That's has right. said. She received the word of the, that the angel had given her, the word from heaven, you're going to bear the, the son, the son of God. She received that word into her heart, and then Amen. she gave birth well, to Jesus. I mean, it, it's all kingdom principle it's about the seed. And it's huge, it's deep, but it's it's the kingdom principle that. That's why he says, if you don't get this, you're not going to get anything. But think about Mary. You don't think she was a good woman? Watch this. You don't think she earned it? Sure did. You don't think she was a good Christian? See, when you think of Mary, it makes you feel pretty good inside. That's the mother of Jesus. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I want to be a good Christian, yeah. and I want to be a good American. Right. Well, her seed, because women don't have seed. That's right. Men have seed. That's but right. the seed was the word of God that she spoke and declared. Amen. So God is giving you spiritual Amen. seeds right now, words from heaven that you can speak over your own life and see your life changed, whether that be something that you need in your health, whether you need prosperity, you need family relationships restored. Everything starts in the seed where you begin to believe that God Amen. can give you a life that is rich and full. In fact, Jesus said, I came that you might have and enjoy life to the full till it overflows. He came for that purpose. And that's a word seed that you could put in your heart now and start to believe it and then find other things in the scriptures that, that reinforce that and that seed will grow and you'll begin to see a new life of victory every single day. So I'm saying this, what do you want right now? Do you need... Uh, you, you need more love in your life? Yeah, but then so love. That's right. Okay, you need more finances in your life? Yeah, but then so some finances. Works it don't have to be big. It can be. You know. It's just whatever. It's I true. hope that these boardroom chats help you. See, you know, we razz each other pretty hard. We just, we just, us, we open books. What you see is what you get. Yeah, I will say, <laughs> I, I, I want you to know some of my failures. And I no, want you we to know don't want to know all of them. See, oh yeah, see, she worries I'm talking about, about before. He likes to tell that. those stories before he got born again. I don't love hearing them. Let me the tell truth. you why. Because I will not let people put a halo on my head. No you know, chance I work out that. my salvation with fear and trembling just like well, anybody else. See, people say, well, you know, Jesse did. No, 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 no. I'm just like you are. See, I sow my seed. I believe God. Right. Well, we are already at the end of this thing. It was going so good. It was I, good. I could do another two. This is just, we just scratched this surface. It's so But I feel big. there are people here today. You need, you need some things. You need some help. Well, it's time for you to sow a seed. Mm -hmm. 
I told that to a person the other day. He said, boy, I've lost some things in this lockdown and everything. I said, well, what, what, did you give anything? Well, but I don't have much. I said, don't take much. Yeah. What is an acorn? But a, What is an oak tree but an acorn that held its ground? You know, and I know I that. Mean, I mean, let, let me finish this. An acorn this big, ladies and gentlemen, and you go out and see some of these big trees, that's what it came yeah, from. Yeah, a huge oak tree. But it was in good soil. Good soil. That's the whole kit. Yeah. So, I, let me just say that I want to thank all my partners for allowing us to do these things. Because mm -hmm. without your faithful financial support, we could not do this. Just that simple. Now, me and Kathy, we don't ask you to do something we don't do. We are givers to this ministry. Or you're giving to yourself. No, I'm not. You ask the IRS. I have a 501c3 nonprofit religious organization called a church, and nobody owns a church. So we do what you do. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking you. My God, I'm the hundredfold anointings on me. I, if I was you, I'd get busy. I, I, I give spiritually, physically, financially, all three, right. and you'll cover yourself every time. If you want to do something like that, you can use PayPal, or you can text to give, or you can go to JDM.org if you want to. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to, then don't. Just that simple, because we're yeah. doing fine. I want you to do better. Right. I want you to have on you what's on me. That is the hundredfold anointing. Amen. Okay, go ahead, Catherine. Well, the, I'll just say that there are people that send in their comments, and we pray. We just want oh, to know that yeah. we, we love them, we read them, we pray for them. Our team prays for you. I have one from Faye here that said this. She says, God, she says, bless you, Jesse and Kathy. I just want to take a moment to let you know that I have put in my prayer request into your ministry, and, bo you, and both have been answered. Your ministry backs it up with knowledge. The last email I from you guys was such a blessing. That's why I truly love giving and partnering with you both. Because not only do you stand in faith with every prayer request, but you also add knowledge and explain in depth so that your viewers slash partners can really tackle the prayer with knowledge. Crazy. Well, so, we're not trying to get money from you. We're trying to get it to you if that's what you want. We're not trying to get love from you. We're trying to get it to you if that's what you want. We have these things. God has given it to us. And that's what it's all about. I think this has been our biggest uh, boardroom, longest boardroom one chat. Of the, one of them. Is it one of them? But this stuff here, it's I'm rich. just telling you, it is the most amazing thing. So remember Mark chapter 4. And if you want to do something, I'm going to give you a hint. See them little things you got in your Bible? Put that on Mark chapter 4. Yeah. Leave it there at all times. And you know, most of the time, if you go to read something like that, your, your Bible will flip open to that and, and read that. Because Jesus said, if you don't get it, you don't That's get nothing right. else. But if you get this, you get then it all. Genesis to Revelation. You get it all. All of it, spiritually, physically, and financially, and it will work for you. This is Jesse and Catherine Pine. Say thank you. Until next time, we love you. We pray for you. In fact, let's pray right now. Yes. Father, in Jesus' thank name, you, I thank you for blessing people today. Touch them, Lord. Lord that they're going to be a good American, a good Frenchman, a good Russian, wherever they may be watching, yes, a good African, whatever. Lord, I ask you to bless them with a hundredfold thank anointing you, financially so they can be the blessing they want to be. Lord, thank you for those that are giving to this ministry. Yes, Lord. And Lord, thank you. I pray for people that are not giving to this mission. That's fine. Bless I just them, want them to be blessed. And that's what it's all about. But I know the laws of sowing and reaping. Lord, I thank you for each and every individual today. That this is the day the Lord hath made. And we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. In Jesus' Jesus. name. Until next time, Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. We see you. And if you ever get a chance to come to some of our meetings, because we're starting to travel quite a bit again, please come. And also Kathy's meeting. She's the pastor of the church. And the services every Sunday, they're such a blessing. And two great, great uh, things we do every year, the Glorious Conference, which is a woman's conference, and my Visionary Conference. If you want to know more about that, go to JDM.org, and you can get all that information. Mm -hmm. Until next time, we love you. We'll see you. God bless. Bye-bye.